podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's Tokyo time and Anything But Footy brings you the views of the athletes in action just before their event. After their record-breaking swims in the Tokyo Olympics, British swimming are taking 23 athletes to the Paralympics. One of them, 2019 world champion Tully Kearney, who's set to make her debut at the Games five years on from heartbreak before Rio. Five years ago, I had to withdraw from Rio a few weeks before we were supposed to fly out. And I didn't think it'd ever be physically possible for me to swim again. So this is unreal. Like I never thought this would be an option for me. So tell us a little bit about what happened five years ago and why you weren't able to, to make the team in Brazil. So I'd been struggling with a shoulder injury before the World Championships and we were dealing with it in the typical athlete way with steroid injections. Not really treating the problem because we didn't have time, just swimming through it and dealing with it as we went along. Um, and unfortunately, it kept coming back um, through the next season and it triggered um, a massive progression in my dystonia. So unfortunately, my dystonia got a lot worse and it was so bad that I couldn't physically move, so I couldn't couldn't swim. I'd lost a lot of movement in my arms, a lot of movement in my legs, and I just wasn't physically able to swim anymore. And what does that do for yourself mentally when you've got these goals, you've trained so hard for this moment, and it's been something you've worked towards and suddenly it's snatched away? Yeah, it, it was horrible. Definitely the worst thing I've experienced. I think not only did I have to withdraw lose my place in the National Performance Centre, lose my funding. But also I had to relearn how to try and live independently, how to try and do day-to-day tasks, coming to terms with the fact that I was now way more disabled than I was before. So all of those things, trying to deal with them all at once was, yeah, extremely difficult. And it took me a good few years to get past that. So how did you bring about this turnaround? What did you do? What were you able to do? So for the first year, I just focused on trying to get my pain under control. I had um, constant nerve pain, um, which was really difficult. So every time I tried to move or do something, I was just in too much pain. So I, I didn't swim for about a year, just focused on my university, um, focused on trying to learn how to live independently again and learn how to do things differently with my increased level of impairment. And then... I was spending quite a lot of time back at home in Birmingham with my mum and my old swimming coach started a master swimming group. So all of the parents of the kids that I used to swim in were uh, joined this group and they were swimming with my mum. And my mum convinced me, I was really nervous because at that point I thought, well, it's better not to know if I can't swim than to try and to fail. I thought that trying to swim and realising I couldn't would be worse than not even trying at all. But eventually she managed to changed my mind I came around and went to the pool and it was a brilliant atmosphere being with people that I knew people that were really supportive and encouraging um I got back in and I was really embarrassed at first and I was really worried I wasn't quite sure what my body could cope with uh, and what what I could physically do but over time I just slowly slowly built up um I started training with a swimming club in Manchester at the same pool but just upstairs from the National Centre the coach was brilliant. We worked really well together. Um, and it got me to the point of European Championships, got me back on a team, which was just absolutely incredible. Um, and then I had shoulder surgery. So 2019 was not, not the best season, but I still managed to perform, go to Worlds, and it was an absolute dream come true. So yeah, it's, it's been 
it's been a difficult road, but I'm really lucky to have such great support from my family, the swimming clubs at home, swimming clubs here. My university, MMU, supported me the whole way through and honoured my scholarship. Um, that meant that I could get physio support, S&C support and build all the foundations that I needed to be able to swim. So without all these people helping me, I would never have been able to do this. Now you are able to say you're going to be a Paralympian, which obviously is a fantastic achievement. What goes through your head when you're in full flight, when you're swimming? How does it make you feel? Well, I think I think for me, I've always been a very natural racer, which is definitely a good quality to have with having a condition like the stone and not always um, feeling great or struggling with injuries and things. It's definitely good to be able to get in that natural race zone. So I think for me, as soon as I get behind the block, as soon as the goggles go on, the whistle goes, that's just, I'm just straight in the zone. I'm just focusing solely on, on the race. And I absolutely love it. I love the adrenaline rush and I love all the feelings that you get with racing at a massive meet. Obviously 2016 just wasn't my time and hopefully Tokyo is. Tully's in action in the women's 200 metre freestyle on the opening day, Wednesday, with the final around 12.30 UK time. This is Tokyo time from Anything But Footy, the Olympic and Paralympic sport podcast. Follow for more from the 2020 Games in 2021. Sports Social Podcast Network.